On this episode of Vinyl Analysis, Bang Tango's Mark Knight answers the million-dollar question. Hey, Mark, it's Archie. Hey, Archie. Bang Tango, back together. Number one is the tour and, and what you guys are thinking. And then also, it, is there a chance we might get some, some new music? Basically, initially, our plan is just to... Mark reveals the band's plan right here on Vinyl Analysis. Analysis, the podcast for 70s and 80s hard rock discussion. I'm your host, Arch Madness, producer Greg Hansberry. Yo. Here we find ourselves, Greg. We find ourselves uh, in 2020, and what we're going to lay on the peeps right now is going to be episode one, season 20. Season 20. We've been doing this for 20 years it's already. It's hard to believe that we've really, and just for the record, I think we should make next year our 50th. Yeah, okay. We should do that. I will no, age that Okay, much. I'm sorry. I didn't have to look behind the curtain there. But yes, this is our 20th. Season. We started when we were 12. Oh, oh yeah, you. <laughs> you might have been 12. I was probably still in my 40s. <laughs> but no, uh, all joking aside, hey, and, and gang, I want to tell you, the, the project that, that uh, Greg and I and so many people worked on, the, uh, the Pantera, Dimebag, and Al Rosa, a, a fan's journey that we put together, uh, five episodes, uh, can't thank you enough. If you're new to the show just from listening to that, uh, welcome. Thank you so much. And if you've been with us, not for 20 years, that, that joke's over. But but if and you and you dug it, uh, thank you so much for downloading yeah, it. Yeah, we appreciate it. We had a lot of great response. And it, it kind of validated, I think, what we were trying to do and the fact of just kind of gather this community of Pantera heads, Dimebag heads, yeah. and Alrosa fans uh, just to kind of... Uh, celebrate that that whole thing it really was and it, it was a labor of love and, and greg i can't thank you enough for all your hard work on that and uh it shows man people picked up on on how that sounded and it was just it was it was really well put together well, and I, likewise you, you're the one that did all the the homework so, so i appreciate it <laughs> i lived it baby i lived it for sure and uh that was a that was a that was really really cool and thank you so much uh for and, those and, and if you haven't out. listened to it go back it's it's in the vinyl analysis archives um, wherever you subscribe to podcasts, whatever you're listening to this right. episode, most and, likely. And we still have so much cool stuff that we didn't even use for a fan's journey that I think throughout 2020, we should just kind of drop. Because, I mean, that, that conversation that we had with Bob Zilla, that was one of the, just just from a, from a Pantera's fan and a Dimebag fan, fans perspective yeah uh, some of the stuff that he laid on us and behind the scenes and just what we all know what a great dude dime was and and how passionate the abbott brothers were but he really gave us some insight stuff that we weren't even able to really fit in to a fan's journey that i think people need to hear it was just it was that was really really cool there, yeah, there's other stuff too yeah, as well. so, so stick around for uh, during season 20 here the, right, <laughs> this year because right, right. uh, we will we'll sprinkle those then yeah i mean just the zilla episode alone is, so let is me try and set this up and, and we will once when we talk to him but i kind of want to hit you and to some of the other people listening 
of what this first episode is going to be. Now, you've heard me talk about the band Bang Tango. We've had a couple of episodes themed uh, <laughs> right, on right? them already. Yeah. And they were just one of those bands. It was, you know, we've dubbed it the, the Knights of the Rock Table. We kind of dubbed it the, the Lost Era. There was a time in that early 90s, from about 89 to 91, 92, we, I don't want to go through that whole thing again of what was the Lost Era, but there were these bands that kind of got lumped in with the ass end of the, of the hair band era. Bang Tango was not that at all. Like, like I said, and, and a band that I know you dig, I, I throw them more into the mother love bone right, right, uh, right, and right. what was happening as far as just great musicianship and stuff. I throw them more into Guns N' Roses than sure. I ever would with Trickster. Just let that be known. So, um, and Trickster, Greg, I know that's a band. They were, they were, they're pretty lame. And that's, okay, that's I got a band you. That I got you. Reference, H- reference. Hair and, and spandex. Yeah, but okay. it was, it was gotcha. over at that point. All right. But, but Bang Tango was not in that. And, and, and they never really got the, they were successful. Uh, they had the hits, mm-hmm. especially with that first record, Psycho Cafe and, and Someone Like You. I mean, that was all over MTV at the time. But it never, it didn't really take off after that the way it should. Because you're having Nirvana they and were the Pearl so Jam. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. band was so damn cool. Uh, great musicianship and great songwriters. Yep. And live, they kicked major ass. So over the last few years, uh, I have befriended uh, Mark Knight, and he was the guitarist. He was one of the co founding members of the band Bang Tango. Gotcha. And so, and, and I've kind of known Mark throughout the years where he really didn't want to talk about that stuff it was kind of it was a bad it's a bad breakup. breakup yeah yeah it was a yeah, bad breakup gotcha. and mark has really put out some great solo stuff uh, uh mark he's got knight and the un- unsung, unsung heroes, heroes and you've hit me to them and and you're right like uh you would love them as much cool, as you're folky into stuff. like the traveling wilburys sure, and, and sure. dylan and all that all stuff i mean he's he's a great songwriter Very cool he, he incorporates a lot of really cool musicians sometimes bang tango dudes into it and uh mark's just he's he's just a really talented dude and so now we hear a couple months ago that Bang Tango is going to reunite. So I reached out to Mark the day I saw it on social media and I said, okay, please. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Remember me, Archie and Columbus? So when you're ready to talk, when you're ready to promote, I, I come on, it, please, Mark. And this is a cool time for those lost bands. Got the sta- well, that the and stadium. You've got, you've got the stadium tour. The, the really cream kinda, of the crop. These guys are are kind of rising back up to the top. Yeah, that you know, and, and people of a certain generation sure, are excited. Are about excited. It. They're but they're I think desperate. some of the younger folks <laughs> like yourself yeah. are even excited about we, some because of these we never had the chance to to see these guys. Right. So so Bang Tango is getting back together for select shows, and you will find this out in this interview. You know, I was I thought I was like it's a tour and we're gonna go out. Not necessarily the case, all right. But we'll let Mark Knight explain that himself. And uh, we we talk about uh, how they got back together and how they're gonna do this uh, this reunion. And then also uh, Mark Knight and the Unsung Heroes. And Mark's writing some of the best music of his life right now uh, with his with his solo band and stuff. So I wanted to kind of pick his brain on some of this that stuff that we'll see in 2020 as well when it comes to the unsung heroes. So here it is. This is this is episode one, season 20, <laughs> vinyl analysis. Uh, we are the podcast for 70s and 80s hard rock discussion. Uh, this is Mark Knight of Bang Tango. Check it out, gang. Hello. Hey, Mark. It's Archie. Hey, Archie. How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. How are you, man? I'm good. 
Awesome. I got my producer, Greg, here as well. What's up, Greg? What's up, Mark? Thanks for joining us, brother. Oh, you got it, man. All right. So, Bang Tango. Back yeah, man. To, back together. What are we... So, and I saw where you put, when you posted this originally, uh, as far as uh, the one show, you said this wasn't going to be a one-off. Kind of get us up to speed on how you guys got hooked up again and, and what your plans are for 2020. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so basically I got a call from Joe. Um, you know, he had got off the road with, uh, his former bang tango band, whatever. Uh, and, uh, you know, he had called me and I was a little bitter about some past stuff, history between me and him and his other members, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he consistently calls me over and over and over. And finally I took his call and I'm saying, He's like, man, just hear me out. So I'm like, all right, all right. So I heard him out, and and it, we we cleared up a bunch of uh, a bunch of weird things. And he's basically saying, you know, I want to get back with the original guys, you know. And uh, and I said, I'm I'm the only way I'll do this if certain members from your past are not involved in anything you're doing now, and I'll consider doing it again with the original guys because we've tried a bunch of different times, and it always just fizzles out. So, right. Um, so he basically said, uh, he's, he's like, absolutely, man. I just want to get the original. I want to get my family back together. And this is our band and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it was kind of a big, a big kind of like, you know, I don't want to say sales pitch, but he was kind of like, you know, Hey man, I want to get back with the boys, man. So I'm like, all right. So I heard him out. And then, um, I go, well, you know, you need to patch everything up with everybody else. You know, I mean, uh, we're all good. Uh, the four of us have been great. You know, um, he's been doing his thing. So, anyways, he he reached out, got hold of everybody, and uh, over a bunch of different discussions, uh, we uh, we decided to get together for a rehearsal. So, all right, from a from a fan's perspective, and this is something that I've talked about with other people on the show. Can I throw this out at you, Mark? Okay, sure, anything. Uh, so, so, so here's the deal: when and like I told you, we did a whole show on uh, the Drew Forty Eight documentary, Attack of Life. Right. Right. And and I said to him and, and, and the other guys that were kind of on the panel that, that night, I said that with everything that was happening, with, with Joe and you and, and, and Joe and the other dudes and everything, throughout that whole thing, and this isn't BS, Mark, I could tell that you guys still cared about each other. And I, ca- I called this a long time ago. Once you guys got everything kind of ironed out, I, I knew, man, I knew we would, we would get back to this place. I saw Joe's band last year. It was the best that Joe looked and sounded. He, he, was, right. he was healthy. He was, it, was, it was coherent. It was, it was really, really good. And, and when I saw that last year, I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm telling everyone, Hansberry, back me up on yeah, this. We got I, it on tape. <laughs> I, we've got it on tape. I said, I really, I, I really think the guys, while everybody's, well, everybody's alive, Mark, and I just I applaud yeah. you guys, and and I appreciate you guys doing this for the fans and and, and doing it for yourselves. I I get that, but it's just kind of cool to finally have a story like this where we're not getting all together because somebody had passed, and so, you, you know what I mean, man. It just this yeah, is really cool, and thank you. The uh, issue did come up on our discussions. The fact we're all still alive. The fact that uh, you know we're all like you know we all can play our instruments. We can all do our thing. Um, was brought up into this conversations we had amongst the band members. Um, and you know, it took some persuading for me to even consider doing it just because of some of his, his right. 
his luggage. Under, understood. You know? Understood. You know, you know, I'm just being honest here. And, um, once I cleared that up with him and I said, you know, you don't need to sell me anything, man. I know what's going on here. I know what's happening. I go, I have my own career spark. I have my solo record. I have I, this new record I, I'm, I'm doing. I got all original members to, to like feature on the, from Bang Tango. So every, I'm good with what I'm doing, but I always wanted to do this and I want to do it right where everybody was, you know, focused, uh, you know, off whatever it is that makes them not do what they do. <laughs> you know? I, I feel you, yeah, right. You know, basically, you know, over our conversations with Joe and, or my conversation with him and the band members and everybody, I'm like, let's, let's, you know, let's give it a whack. Let's go into rehearsal and see if we could try this again. And uh, we did. And we went in rehearsal. Uh, it was like a couple months ago now. I think it was back in November right, or something. Right. And, uh, you know, we're just like, wow, this is really cool. Felt like family. Felt like, you know, uh, this is like something that we've done. We 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 made a mark on the world. We put out our music. We've we have fans that are dying to hear this. Um, this feels good, you know. And we're all like, all right, cool. So we started just negotiating the next steps. And I think from from a fan's perspective too, it's like we're all we're all a little bit older. We're all in different places. A lot of it is just perspective you know we're in we're in all in different parts of our lives now that you can kind of look back and say all right now now's the time we got all that shit behind us it, you know let's make a yeah, make, well, make a real run at younger, it definitely true yeah and also it's like it's like well if, if we don't do this now when are we ever going to do it uh because like we're getting older and people are you know some of these guys got their own careers and did, doing different stuff you know and uh it, it, it's like, why not? You know, and it felt good. And it felt, it felt like home. You know, we all got together. We played the song. We played like 20 songs in the rehearsal. Um, and at the end of the day, we were all looking at each other like, let's do this. Why not? You know? Um, and, 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 and Mark, when it, when it splintered off, when the, 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 the love after death, it seemed it, I think from a fan's perspective, once again, it seemed like, that was, and we can talk about that record as well, but it seemed like you guys were writing the best music of your life at, at, at that point. When you listen to those tracks on Love After Death, and that's... I, I would, thought, I thought. Right? I the, right? Yeah, it just... Yeah. so. I mean, I was like, I was literally at the peak of my career. I was like, you know, just thriving at age 32, whatever it was, ready to just take on the world with that record. And um, so it was the rest of the guys. And we were so proud of that record, except Kyle Stevens had quit the band, um, a year after a year before we put that out. Right. So he kind of like bailed out on it. But, but for me at my, in my career and my like, you know, thriving height, like, you know, glory days of my career, I felt like I was ready to take it on like everything. And, you know, it fell through, you know, it, it you know, we lost our deal two years later, we get picked up by some music for nations in Europe. We go out and do like two weeks. And by that point I was on to doing my own solo stuff and it all petered out, you know? So you're right though. That record was like the best thing we ever did. And I think every guy would agree on that. So, so here's the deal. We, uh, you know, we, Joe's been out, uh, you've, you've been out with the unsung heroes and you've kind of kept us in touch with some of these guys, especially like Tig and stuff like that. But I, I got to ask, you brought up Kyle, but I've seen in probably in the last 
10 years, I've seen more pictures of Bigfoot than I have Kyle Kyle. He's like this thing that's like, I mean, you want to talk about uh, really one of the best bass players of the era was Kyle Kyle. He's he's one of these guys that we just we never hear about again. I mean, we hear about you, we hear about Joe and what he was doing with the band and all this stuff. And like I said, some of the other guys I was able to kind of keep track of just through you and and the unsung heroes and that. But it's like Kyle Kyle is like he's like this elusive. How how is he, man? Because he really is he not one of the most badass bass players from the era? Absolutely incredible. Yeah, we got back together and I played with him. Jesus. Right? Where have you been for the last twenty years? Yes. Right now? So how is he? I mean, I I would love to, and that's the thing. I got to ask you, Mark Knight, because I sure as hell probably not going to get Kyle Kyle in the program. <laughs> so I want to know how he is, man. And I uh, want people to hear. Kyle, you know, Kyle. He's an interesting cat. You know, he he's very to himself now. He's right. very recluse. He he, you know, he has his place in in Vegas. He's he he he's worked with. Uh, you know, a couple different uh, other musicians for years on different projects. He's he's actually went out and he's done like the the Vegas circus playing for kind of a higher gun gig and and making a decent living and playing in some big acts. You know, right? Uh, just, and living you know, in Vegas, but, but always always on the down low. And then he kind of just like he just kind of went underground, like. Uh, I don't want to say like a Jakey Lee, but he just kind of just right. No, I got well. That's I guess that's where they go to Vegas and they get underground, right? Yeah, and he just kind of went underground, and he like he just uh, you know he just decided you know he was just he he was happy just doing whatever he does in his house by himself with whatever I don't know, but he you know we've always kind of kept in contact, and I started uh, this new record, and I'm like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get Kyle to play on it, right? So I hit him up sent him some tracks. He just laid down the most incredible bass lines on like three of my songs from the new record, the Unsung Heroes record. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? This is great. And somehow that trickled into Joe randomly calling me to like kind of like rebuild this. And I'm like, Joe, I got all the guys playing on my new record like somewhere, you know? Right. I go, so I'm already in contact with them. So this is like really good timing, actually. I go, I think we can get everybody to get on board with this, you know, and, and, uh, and then Kyle just was super excited about it. He always wanted to do it. Like we always wanted to like, you know, we wanted to do it for 30 year reunion of psycho cafe, but we couldn't, Joe was doing his thing with his other band and, and just just timing sometimes. Yeah. It was the timing. Like, so here we are in 2020, you know, uh, we wanted to do like a, 30-year reunion of Psycho Cafe, and I tried a million times. It just it just fell. It fell through. So here we are in 2020. Man, Joe, that's Joe awesome. Joe came around. Joe that came just, around. Oh, it makes yep. me so happy, man. Oh, yeah. All right, two, 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 more, two more Bank Tango questions. Two more. So, sure. uh, and, and really, uh, it involves uh, the tour in 2020, and then also, it, is there a chance we might get some, some new music? Uh, number one is the tour and, and what you guys are thinking. All right. First of all, there's everybody keeps talking about tours. There's no talk of tours. No tour. We've never, okay. We've never released any information uh, on any social media or anything saying we're going to tour. But the fans keep thinking we're going to tour. We're like, we've never said we're touring. <laughs> so basically, ever. I don't right, know why right. they keep putting those. those I, well, and then you got dumbasses like me that that spout out on our podcast it, and on the air. No, we, we, there's no talk of touring ever. Okay. So ba- basically, initially, our plan is just to to like play a show in Hollywood, go back to the whiskey and, you know, debut the band again and just, and just, you know, put our feelers out, see how it goes. Okay. You know, we hooked up with a great, you know, Joe had this, uh, great 
great booking agency, uh, Sullivan, uh, big time entertainment. Great, already, you know, you know, we're changing of the guards, basically. Uh, original Bang Tango's kind of like, you know, going through Sullivan and, and big time entertainment. And he got us the M3, uh, you know. Uh, what a lineup. Oh, God, that's great. And he got us like a great, you know, original members got went up to number four like uh, in the on the last day of the of the tour which is or uh the festival which is sunday instead of being like the opening act he got us like number you know number four band and so we took that um and basically we're just gonna do selective shows i don't i mean you okay. know like all right of, fair enough but i just yeah, kind, of, kind of fly-ins we will probably do you know, we're not going to get in a van and travel around and I do feel like, you. You know, 30 days playing the club across the country. I mean, we're just... I feel you. Yeah. All right. Well, I just... Yeah. But th- th- throw the Midwest fans a bone. I mean, you got to help us out a little. I mean, maybe, Mark? Uh, like I said, uh, <laughs> like we, you know, Archie, are you not, uh, are you not if, hearing what I'm saying? I know. A ven- if there's a venue that's going to offer, you know, if offers us something, we'll fly in and do a weekend thing. We'll play, you know, we want to do the East Coast. We want to do, we want to, we, we, we want to get out there and do this. But like I said, we're not going to get in a van and show Understood. That's a, they've got Skype for that, Archie. I, I now. Okay, can, all know. right, guys. I'm backing off. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Yeah, so, and yeah. then one other question, because we we sure. gotta, I gotta ask. I mean, do you do you guys think? And obviously, I'm not going to throw out a whole album, but I mean, can you guys? Could you see yourselves maybe, you know, writing something? Well, and know, just... at this point, like, like honestly, we're just trying to get the business end of the band gotcha. up and running, and it's so crazy how much you have to go through to get to the point where you're actually a business and a band again and we're and re learning our you know catalog of three records and all this stuff so there's no talk of like uh live music or new music right now but okay. you know i mean i write songs all day long so well, uh i could i'm not saying it's out of the picture but we've already been offered to do some stuff and do some recording and uh but at this point we're just trying to get this thing up and running cool man well that's and you know as a uh, media type guy as a on-air personality i have to ask some of these questions because sure. if i don't people are like why the hell wouldn't you ask them if they're going to do a new record why the hell wouldn't you ask them if they're going to maybe do a couple uh a spot you know maybe not a tour per se but a couple shows uh scattered all around the country so maybe other people who who might not be able to make it out to the whiskey or out to florida on either ends of the coast maybe you know yeah. so anyway but, you, right. you hate to use the word organic but you know it i is. think some of that it stuff is. you know might questions and those are questions you. fans ask me every day on, on social media right but i don't really address them you know because it's like what am i going to say hey, we're not going on tour but we're I, you know well no it clears it up no this exactly. clears it up this absolutely clears it yeah. up and I'll, i'm not saying that like you know, if Motley Crue calls us up and says we want to put you on the stadium tour, I'm not Fair. saying we're not going to do that. You Fair know? enough, so, I got gotcha. you. So, so it's open. It's open right now, right now. But 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 select shows are what we plan to do, and we definitely. You know, I see all these people are hitting me up. They're like, "You got to come to my town." You gotta, and I'm like, I feel obligated. Like, yeah, man. We, we, you know, we're in demand right now. We should do this. You know, it, but I'm not saying that we're not going to do it. But at this point. You know, we've you know we really just are focusing on select shows, and we're already getting offers from all these different cool. places. But we're basically going to go out and like see see if we can kick some ass and go out and do this again first, you know, and then from there see what happens. 
Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. I appreciate that, Mark. So, yeah, so Mark Knight joining us here on Vinyl Analysis. So that takes care of all the all the Bang Tango questions. I mean, most of them. I was going to I was going to run through the set list, but we'll I'll just I'll save that for another show, Mark. So cool. so so um all right, so now let's talk about the last time actually I had you on, uh, bro, was uh during uh, right when Don't Kill the Cat was released. So yeah. and and still I want to tell you uh, 1955 will always be on my shuffle, man. It's still one of my awesome. favorite songs in the last 3 or 4 yeah. years. Right on. So, I love that one too. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, man. So, so talk to us. And the stuff that I'm hearing, if if you follow Mark on 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 Facebook and stuff, uh, if you know the whole social media rounds there, uh, you you hear that he is and has been working on this this new album. And some of the stuff that you have pieced together and you've kind of let kind of sneak out a little bit, it sounds really really good, Mark. And Thanks. so so Thank you. so where are you at, man? So where are you at in that process? Is that something? Oh. That we're going to see in 2020. Yeah, we are because I, I I just have to get this out. So it's kind of a slow process this time around because basically last year at this time I demoed 14 songs in, in my studio. I probably talked to you around that time, and you know we ended up um, you know going into a studio getting the drum tracks and we're just kind of doing this this kind of like home studio process. But it's it's really honestly it's taking a long time because. Um, you know, bands put out records or record records in three weeks, but this thing's taking right. forever. But, uh, you know, I wrote 14 songs. There's a hell of a lot of songs and a lot of material. And uh, we use different bass players because, um, you know, different reasons. Um, and I have, like, a lot of really great cats I know that play bass. And, you know, our drummers, um, he's, he's a staple drummer. Uh, but I brought in Tig from Bang Tango. He played on a track. And... Um, you know, it's just taking a little bit of time, but we've got bass and drums done for 14 songs. Um, the demos, they all played to the demos that I did, and I'm ready to record guitars with Kyle Stevens. He's in the band. Um, and uh, the lead vocals and keys and whatever we have to do, and then the mix stage. But my plan is to release it uh, summer 2020. I want to get it out this year. Awesome. that, that Man, that's great. And uh, and you're 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 still gigging, man. I see you out there, and and you, and, and yeah. Kyle's with you. I mean, that's just that that's um, it's got to be a comfort factor there, man. You know, having having your guy there beside you. I'm telling you, man, this is the best music I've ever recorded and written. I'm I mean, and I've really worked on my vocals a lot, and I've just put a lot of time into like mastering my craft. And you know, I've put out five solo records, so I've I've really honed in on it. And this is like. I'm just telling you, it's going to be the best stuff I've ever done. So, with Kyle, yeah, yeah, Kyle's great. He's, he's, you know, he's like my bro. We grew up together, and uh, in fact, Kit came in, and Kyle, Kyle played on it too, which is even neater. You know, it's like uh, it's 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 magic. It's going to be great. I know it I is. I know it is. Yeah, I know it is, Mark. Because the like I said, the, those few samples that you have thrown out, I'm like, oh my god, this this is he's every every one of these albums though, and I, I think I told you this last time, man. I you. You're growing, and it's it's like yeah, you're finding your niche, and it's really really yeah. cool. And that's the only reason I brought up, and not to go back to the Bang Tango, but that's why I brought up writing with them again because it just seems like you're in kind of a you're in kind of a zone right now, man. Yeah, again, yeah. and that's that's it. Just that's got to feel good as an artist. Thanks, man. Yeah, you know, and I, and you know, I, I do want to do some stuff with the with Bang Tango, but at this point, like, just the idea of like. Oh, writing with, you know, these guys again and that style and what, what people would expect out of bank, you know, I don't really write to, to, 
you know. But that's why we loved you guys. I, I mean, dude, like if you thought, if you, yeah, if you thought, Dan, but, but that was what, that was what we loved about you because Psycho Cafe and then uh, to do Dancing on the Coals and then Love After After Death, those are, those are three different sounds, man. I mean, that's, that oh, was, follow, that was the beauty follow, of you guys. Like, 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 follow my solo career. If you listen to all yeah. my records, I, I'm all over the place. Completely. Right? So Absolutely. I'm not saying that I'm the absolute sound of Bang Tango, but. Like I, I have all this variety of different music that I love personally. Agreed. Bringing it, bringing it to the band, and those guys bringing it to the band too, because everybody has different influences and stuff, which makes Bang Tango so great and uh, um, eclectic and different. You know, because we have all these influences. Um, you know, that's always been like, like I reflect back on Bang Tango, and I think it's so different from my solo stuff. But then I realize it's not because like right. I wrote most of the stuff with those guys. You know. So um, it's pretty like yeah we're all all over the place from R and B to blues to rock to funk to you know country to like you know whatever and you know we did it in Bang Tango just like I do it on my solo records and that's why it sticks out I mean thirty yeah. plus years later is it doesn't get lost in the shuffle because it's got this <laughs> unique vibe yeah man hey and, and and Mark when you put out the new unsung heroes album you've got you got to come back okay yep. You promise? Absolutely. Oh, I'll hit you up. Right. I need, to, I need to promote that shit. Right. <laughs> right. So we got maybe the, he'll come to the Midwest. So maybe, yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe old, right. Come well, whatever it takes, man. You know, I'm sure there's somewhere we're going to get offered to play out there. Yeah, that's what we'll, I think. We'll fly out. Bang Tango will come out and play. I mean, I'm hoping we play all over the country. But like I said, we're just not going to like travel across the country for two months on end because yeah. we can't. I mean, I can, but some of the guys can't. You no, know, I feel you. Can't. Hey, brother, thanks, man. I'm I'm um I'm I'm looking forward to to your new record and, and I'm looking forward to a lot of things that you got coming up, bro. So awesome. Thanks so much, Arch. Well, there it is, gang. That was Mark Knight, uh, guitarist, founding member of Bang Tango, and uh, Mark Knight and the Unsung Heroes. Hey, listen. We talk about the whiskey all the time. Let's go. Let's hop. Let's, so <laughs> let's if hop you're, in our minivan and drive out there. If you are in L.A., man, and and you are going to that Bang Tango uh, reunion show, number one, have a blast. Uh, number two, I hope that was kind of a little uh, a pregame, kind of a pre-show thing for you. Get you amped and, up, and, yeah, and, and answered some of the questions that a lot of uh, Bang Tango uh, fans had as far as what this means for the band. And what this means as far as this reunion, so I think, and I think he's coming to the Midwest. I think, I yeah, think so. I, think I think the so, cards man. are going to line up Fingers for us. Cross. Hey, but if you're going to that show, and as, at the time that this drops, that show is this weekend. So knock yourselves out, kid. Uh, r- report back to us. Let us know uh, how that show went. We have we have all kinds of ways that they can reach out to us, right? That's Greg? right. Yeah. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram, uh, Vinyl Analysis Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook and uh, the QFM ninety six Facebook page as well. Plus, subscribe to Vinyl Analysis on wherever you, your favorite podcasting app is, and you can find all those archive episodes yeah, that we've talked about. Yeah, check it out, check it out. And uh, rate and review us there, and just share you know, with your, with your fellow rock-loving dudes and dudettes. So there you go. This has been Vinyl Analysis, the podcast for 70s and 80s hard rock discussion. For producer Greg Hansberry, I am Arch Madness. We'll see you next time. Stay frosty. Stay frosty.